Croatia underrated. Welcome to the second part of our story about the Valpovo Castle. My name is Eva and I'm your host for Croatia Underrated. In the previous episode, we talked about the history of the Valpovo Castle and uh, we mentioned some of their curious personalities, and some of the strange uh, sights that uh, once you would be able to see there. If you were there in the 19th century, you would be served pineapples from their garden, which is quite odd. You can listen to all of that in our previous episode, but now we are going to go back through time. As announced on the previous episode, I'm going to share with you the mysteries of the Valpovo Castle. With the medieval tower and the chapel, our time travel takes a mysterious turn into the secrets of long-lost days. First, the chapel. Back in 1838, a guest stayed at Valpovo Castle. Lieutenant Kushman, a friend of Gustav Brandau, was rather ill and he was recommended to visit the former spa delight of Valpovo hot baths that don't exist anymore, so don't go there for that. Gustav invited him to stay in his cozy home during his treatments. Kushman gladly accepted, but he didn't know that the home wasn't as cozy as promised, as there was a price to pay after all. A price of a nightmare as Gustav thought, although Kushman was sure that what he was seeing was real. So what was he seeing? In the dark hours, a white apparition came to him. A shadow of a ghost lady appeared at night by his bedside. She told him she was murdered a century ago and she wouldn't rest until her body was properly buried. Her body she said, was by the chapel, upside down in the ground, with cannonballs on her feet to keep her down. If he helped her find the eternal peace, his health would recover and she would show him the way to the long-lost treasure. As you might expect, Gustav, the owner, didn't believe a word his guest said, thinking he was heavily sedated and hallucinating from the illness. But the apparition came again. This time, instead of promises about the treasure, the ghost came with a menace. She warned Kushman he was going to die if he didn't help her. Kushman told everything to the lady of the house. The Baroness didn't feel like having a ghost around, so she persuaded her husband to start digging. And he did in the secrecy of the night, for he didn't want to bring embarrassment upon his name by this strange endeavor, in the company of a priest, in case the story turned out to be true, they started digging. To their surprise, they really found the body. Just as Kushman described. Although there is a theory the woman was Catherine, a 16th century heroine from the times of the Ottoman invasion, we still don't really know who the body belonged to and what happened to her exactly. 
the mysterious lady was given a proper burial and her ghost hasn't appeared anymore. Kushman miraculously recuperated. With this eerie story, let's move away from the chapel and go to my personal favorite part of the whole town of Valpovo, and that's the castle's tower. Built and left there in the 15th century, the tower is such an incredible witness of the castle's early days, yet it shares only what it wants to share, leaving us in awe and endless curiosity. For starters, and this is so cool, the tower literally carries signatures of its builders. If you take a better look at some of its details, you might spot simple carved markings. Those are actually signs left by various builders who worked on the, on the tower construction. Now, I was completely amazed by this. Imagine just leaving such a tiny signature in this world that will still be visible after 600 years. It's the most tangible connection with medieval craftsmen I've ever experienced. The real oddity greets you when you step on the first floor and look around. On the ceiling, there is a sign that tells you that you have entered the Dragon's Tower. A dragon with its body wrapped around Morovich family crest and its tail wrapped around its own neck. That exact same dragon symbol is associated with many noble families of the 15th century Europe. Families that were members of the mighty and mysterious Order of the Dragon. This particular symbol is unbelievably preserved as it goes back to the days when the order was still rather young. The Order of the Dragon is a mysterious order founded in 1408 by the royal couple of Barbara Celska and Sigismund of Luxembourg. If you haven't heard about the order yet, you most probably know at least about its notorious member, Count Dracula. Well, Ivan Morovich, one of the first dragons, was also the first owner of this castle. On the other hand, the top floor is decorated with the symbol of the sun. There are so many strange things about this tower. There's even this pretty vast toilet area, which wasn't really that common for a defense tower at that time and age. And that could be a hint that this tower might have had another purpose, not just a defensive one. Now, my idea is, how about a ceremonial purpose? I like to imagine that the tower was in fact some sort of a temple of the Order of the Dragon and that different floors were representing some sort of transformation within the Order. Isn't it strange that the Ottomans, being in charge of the castle for almost 150 years, never took off the Morovich family crest from the tower? that the Prandau family decided to keep the 300-year-old dragon tower? 
Could it be they all knew more and that the castle used to have a mystical role as well? Are the flaming destinies of the Prandau family somehow related to dragon symbolism? All these ideas went through my mind as I saw the dragon on the ceiling. What can I say? I was simply impressed. Not just simply, severely impressed by Valpovo Castle, and I dare to say that it is my favorite castle in Croatia so far. The incredible mix of centuries, the colorful party of residents, the palm trees that once decorated its garden, and a ginkgo that still does, and this medieval tower. The tower won me over. I've read a lot about the Order of the Dragon in the past and about all the mysteries that surround it. After all, this ancient society has an interesting link with my hometown of Zagreb too. Yet I somehow didn't expect to enter a part of their history on the day I visited Valpovo. You can only imagine my excitement when I set foot inside of the tower and spotted the symbol above me. When I learned that the carving has been there for 600 years, I was completely floored. The members of the order used to call themselves dragons, which means that Valpovo was an actual dragon town. That's, at least from me, 100 extra points for coolness. Oh, and another little thing. When he was sharing the story with the Prandaus, the ghost king Hushman left out the part about the treasure. Did he come back to take it? Or is the treasure still there? It doesn't really matter. After all, Valpovo's lost treasure is nothing compared to the treasure that's still here. Valpovo itself, just like its lost treasure, is waiting to be discovered by curious explorers. And just to end this podcast, if there is a place in this world where dragons, ghost ladies, and cosplaying counts are sharing a pineapple, this is the place. Now, who wouldn't want to join such a party? I hope you enjoyed uh, the full story about the Valpovo castle and that it was worth listening to two episodes of Croatia Underrated podcast. If you want to get back to that story and remember some details, uh, you can visit croatiaunderrated.com and find the full story together with some photos on the blog. And now, there's just one thing to say. And that's doviđenja, goodbye, till our next episode.